0: Have you ever asked yourself how or why communities are formed or how communities benefit us as individuals? Questions like these are the inspiration behind this podcast. Community for one, community for all is an attempted explanation behind the roots of all kinds of communities. For example, the LGBTQ, masculine, feminine, generational, and disabled communities, plus many more. Follow along as I let the content of these episodes and interviews move this show in many directions, foreseen or not. Community for One, Community for All is written, produced, and edited by me, Savannah Stein. Listen to Community for One, Community for All, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the third episode of Community for One, Community for All. This season has been centered around the LBGTQ community, and this will be the final episode for the season. This interview went a little deeper into the beginning of the personal journey and the message that this person would like to put out into the world. Today's interview comes from Natalie Hansen. She and I had a great conversation about the experience within this community. Join me in listening what they had to say.
1: Um my name is Natalie Hansen and I use she they pronouns. How would you define a community? Um like w- what a community is? A community to me um is something that's like you feel a special bond, something that like you can I don't know you have in common with somebody like you share an experience or share an interest or something like that and you kind of have a relationship based upon that right cool can you give a general description of how you found yourself interested and present in this community um it started from a really young age for me actually um the internet you know (laughs) it can be bad (laughs) from a young age but you know it gave me an opportunity to find that there were other people that felt the same way that I did about things that weren't talked about especially coming from a smaller area you know not everybody likes to have conversations like this so Mm -hmm. you know you get an opportunity to hear other viewpoints and kind of hear things that resonate with you that make sense that you wouldn't otherwise hear and um it just gave me an opportunity to hear other voices and stuff like that. And that's kind of how I found myself in this community and how I can relate to people that are near me, you know, distance wise, you know, you can bridge the gap between people that are different from you in ways, but you share, you know, one deep thing that's personal to you. Right. Awesome. Um, how long would you say you've been, like, an active member of this community? And I mean active, like, like participating, like, with other people, like, in this community? Um, I would say I'll, for discourse as far as, like, talking with other people about it and, like, sharing sharing ideas and interests and stuff like that, a, a while, a long time, I would say from a young age. But um, Okay really getting involved as far as events and like things like that, that you can do to really further the message and stuff like that as a community. There's not a lot around here to be super involved in, you know, as far as like pride and like stuff like that. There's not a lot unless you go to somewhere that's like bigger where you can find other people, a Mm -hmm. population like you. Right. Um, when was the first moment that you felt this sense of community or you felt, like, this awareness that you belonged in this community? Um, it, it took a long time for me to accept that I was a part of something greater than just my own personal feelings, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It took a long time. To feel like I had a responsibility to like talk about certain issues within the community and stuff like that. Like for a long time it was something that was personal to me and not something that I shared outwardly with other people. But now I feel more comfortable being able to talk about issues and like find people. And I feel more of a sense of belonging now than I ever have. Right. And I feel like the world is more open to conversation and stuff like that. So you get, more of an opportunity to find people and share a community with those, you know, that are like you. Right. Um. How would you say you still feel present in this group today? Like, what do you do that makes you feel present still? Um, I feel connected with, you know, my friends. I feel like you kind of find people that are like you to, like, share relationships with. And, like, we talk about issues and stuff like that that are community issues like that all the time. I mean, being involved in, like, on the Internet and, like, talking with other people, putting issues out there, sharing news stories and stuff like that. Just being active and taking part and having a voice, I think, is really important. Mm -hmm. How do you feel that you personally benefit from being a part of this community? I think that it gives you a sense of belonging, you know, and you kind of feel more comfortable knowing that there's other people that share things like this with you. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any general message that you feel like your community would like to express to people who aren't inside this community or it de- even it doesn't have to be like a general message. It can just be like a personal message that you feel strongly about um I think that the community is all about love and understanding to be totally honest with you like that would be the message that I think overall that everyone wants to send is that to be more accepting of people that are different and be willing to consider other viewpoints and other styles of life that are different from yours right do you feel like there was any pushback um When you were first joining this group, was there, like, any hesitancy that you had? And if there was, can you just, like, describe it a little bit? Absolutely. Um, Being associated with a certain group of people is hard when you don't feel like the message that it's sending is the right one. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a lot of misinformation and a lot of stereotypes and stuff like that that come along with being associated with a certain group of people. And right. I was definitely hesitate hesitant to um come out myself and say, "You know, like this is the group that resonates with me just because people will have their own preconceived notions because of labels and stuff like that right but right now I think that you know it's important to show yourself and show that you're different and that you're not these stereotypes, and be proud of being part of your community right, right, um." This is actually the last question. Um, okay. Would Would you say that, like, this is a weird one, but it just popped in my head. I felt we need to ask it. Um, would you say that there was more outside, like, restraints than there was personal restraints when you were trying to, like, become a part of this, com- or when you were becoming a part of this community? And what I mean by that is, like, family members or friends or, like, you were scared because of what other people would think of you compared to what you felt personally? Like, what would you say was the greater, um, like, pushback? I would say it definitely came from both sides, but ex- externally, every worrying about what everybody else would think and what my family would think and what people would think of my family because of what they thought of me and stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. It does take a toll, you know, it's you don't want to be categorized as a certain type of person or put into a box just because, you know, people find out one thing about you and it changes everything, you know. So that was definitely a huge factor was what other people would think. You know, my family was always very accepting of different kind of people and I always knew that it was I wouldn't say a choice, but an option that I had, it was something that was available to me because they had friends that were gay and stuff like that. So we, me and my brother always understood that like, it was okay to be that way if that was how we were, but mm-hmm. it still was hard, you know, to say that. Right. To their face. right. Definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, of course.
0: Concluding this season and getting to converse with some amazing people in this community really made me feel grateful to have this opportunity to do these interviews. I can only hope that you're able to look at the LBGTQ Plus community from a new perspective after these episodes. Being an advocate for this community is extremely important for so many reasons, and I could list them all. But for now, I just ask you to use your voice and stand with the members in this group. If you aren't sure how to get started or how to use your voice, some great profiles on Instagram to follow are at LBGTQ+, at LBGT, and on Twitter, at Happy Rights, spelled out just how it sounds. It can be as simple as a quick Instagram story repost, a quick retweet, or just letting someone you know in this community that you support them. Thank you for listening to Community for One, Community for All. I hope you will join me next season as I conduct interviews from members of the feminine community and gain insight on what it looks like to be a woman in our society. Thank you for listening.